0: You're listening to the Life Unlocked podcast, brought to you by Game Quitters. Your hosts, James and Matters will be talking all things personal development without taking ourselves too seriously. We speak from personal experience and years of passion to bring you advice about everything from creativity and focus to quitting technology and lifting weights. With guest interviews and casual conversations, be sure to find something you enjoy, whether you're listening in your car or in the shower. Thanks for tuning in. This episode of the Life and Lock podcast is all about university. We talk about how you can be an effective student, how to get the most out of university, and what to do if you're really struggling. From two different perspectives entirely, we bring you our experience firsthand. Hope you enjoy the episode. Do you want me to start the, the episode? No, I, well, let me try
1: Let me try it. Okay, so welcome guys to the next episode of the Life Unlocked Podcast. Today we have a special episode, it's about university. And me and James, we both have a very different experience in university. So James, what was your experience?
0: Uh, well, I mean, if I tell you, you'll probably think, why is he giving advice <laughs> about university? Uh, but I, I studied physics at university in the UK. And I was about 95% of the way through my course and I decided to drop out.
1: (laughs) But you didn't just Uh, drop out, you kind of knew what you were doing. It wasn't just like a spontaneous decision.
0: Kind of. I didn't really have much of a backup, but uh, roughly halfway through my university career, I got involved with entrepreneurship and once I kind of discovered this uh, way of becoming your own boss, getting out the nine to five, that that kind of uh, thing that they all sell to you. Um, (laughs) My mind was pretty much set on doing that and I lost a lot of interest. I also had a lot of uh, mental health issues alongside that because I kept going through with my course, even though I really didn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And that ended up being the result of me dropping out. I just couldn't be bothered to do my dissertation. Mm -hmm. That, That was literally all I had to do.
1: Yeah, dissertation. Yeah, that. That's that's a big one for, for a lot of people. A lot of my friends have struggled through it, and you know, people finish it and they're like, "Oh, this this huge weight is off of my chest," and they can kind of they kind of breathe again. And yeah, yeah my dissertation yeah. wasn't yeah. very pleasant. I had an easy one though, so I'm kind of I'm kind of happy I had it because if I didn't have, I would maybe think about dropping out as well. But my my dissertation wasn't too bad, so I kind of finished it, and you know, I'm, I'm happy I did, even though I, I don't think you know the degree is at the end it's kind of a piece of paper at this point but we'll see maybe maybe it opens up some doors in the future i'm 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 definitely glad i have finished
0: yeah i think um i think your degree's probably helped you more than you realize but uh what 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 did you do at university and what were you like doing now and how's that
1: yes i originally your experience? <laughs> i originally wanted to become a writer I was always good at, you know, the sciencey subjects like math and, and computer science. I was always good at those. But I kind of went to pick my subjects in uni as a of rebellion. I was just like, no mom, I'm not gonna be an, an engineer. I'm gonna be a writer. I'm gonna I'm gonna write the next big novel. I'm gonna write about the, the, the human condition and all that. So I enrolled into a English literature slash English language course. And I realized maybe two months into it that this is not what I want to do. It was it wasn't about the, the material, but it was not it was not teaching you the practical skills of, of writing. It was teaching you the history and the, yeah. I would say the, the criticism, which is useful. But I didn't quite think it was worth spending four years of my life on. So <laughs> I thought like, what am what I going to do now? And the way it works in my uni, I was also in the UK, up in up in Scotland. The way it works here is you could change what you were studying completely, and thankfully, I had the right prerequisitions from high school. So I switched to a math slash computer science degree, and I have finished a, a math degree. Ultimately, I dropped the computer science. So I just did pure maths. And that was it, was, it was interesting. At some point, I think at the end of second year for me, or actually at the beginning of third year, I realized that pure math is not what actually interests me. It was more the application of maths. But I kind yeah. of, I kind of went through the two years, kind of finding some some interest in the in the kind of puzzly or problem solving way of thinking. But now I'm ready to go back into some kind of more practical stuff.
0: Yeah, but, four four years of pure math sounds like hell.
1: I mean, it was it wasn't four; it was more like two. Yeah. The first two were, yeah. were very practical, you know, all <laughs> your calculuses and physics-y stuff. So it was there was practical stuff. But then, yeah,
0: even as someone who's done physics, I I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't stomach years of maths
1: yeah when it gets to like the the differential geometry that's when you kind of that's when I kind of said this is maybe this is as much as I want to push it but you know it kind of gives you an interesting perspective on some things so I'm glad I went through it
0: yeah it was the mechanics part that I didn't like Um, (laughs) like uh, rotational force and energy and all that stuff I just I just gave up (laughs) I gave up on the. We had a coding module as well, or a hmm. programming module, oh. and uh, I absolutely hated it. Funny <laughs> enough, and uh, I'm pretty sure we talked about it last episode, but because I ended up learning uh, web design and programming after <laughs> uh, after a few years um, of just trying to avoid it as much as possible, so <laughs> it's kind of funny how it uh, how it turned around.
1: Life finds a way. <laughs> but i i think my time at the university was was pretty good i definitely do not regret going and although i think i feel i learned more outside of the university you know from my friends from my experiences from from the city itself than from university but i still think it was it was a good spend uh, four years well spent how, how, yeah. how do you feel about your your experience
0: yeah i think it, i i don't regret going mm-hmm. um and i don't regret dropping out and but, what I think a lot of people underestimate is the independence that you get from university, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of life skills um you learn about cooking and staying uh, not necessarily staying healthy, but you start to realize very quickly <laughs> what's unhealthy. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, packets of noodles and baked beans only last so long. <laughs> But uh, I made some great friends. Uh, I had a great social life, actually, in university, um, great relationships. Mm. And yeah, it was, on the whole, I think it was positive. I don't know if it was worth £50,000. That's um, the thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the big thing, because I don't know if I'll ever pay that off. The opportunity
1: but, cost, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, but I think on the whole, it was definitely a positive experience, Mm-hmm. Uh, except for a few i think i could have done it better if i if i went back now and redid it it, it would be so much better
1: yeah we can kind of talk I'd about that. that course oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so let's talk about that let's talk about how we can be our best university and i have kind of i think i have something to say about the the the, the academic part since i think that was kind of what was going well for me? It was you know the studying. Once you figure out how to study, because that's something you have to figure yeah, out.
0: Yeah, I never got that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> once you figure out how to study, then you can kind of then that's easy. But I, I don't think I ever solved the social life part of it. I my social life got better as I went through uni. I just gradually accumulated some friends and like I got you know more interest and in more extracurriculars. But that was something that that was kind of like a big. That's something I would do differently. And one of the reasons where I came into uni, I had no idea what to expect from, from the academic side. I had no idea how difficult it's going to be. So I told myself that, okay, I'm not going to jump into any extracurriculars. I'm not going to jump into, I wanted to do sailing, but I said, okay, let's, let's wait for a year. Let's just get my, my university stuff, my, my coursework done. And then next year I can look into some social things, but that, oh, that didn't came, the university part was, was easier than I thought. And then. I I just never got around, you know, trying out these, these different things. So one thing I would do differently, one thing I would advise is just, just don't focus so much about the academic side, your first year. It's not, it's not as important as the extracurriculars, because if you jump into good habits there and if you make some friends in your first year, I think that can carry you a long way.
0: Yeah. I think first year, um, it's, it's quite a scary thing going from college college university. And, uh, you're quite stressed and nervous about how difficult it's going to be, but they really make the first year quite uh, simple for you, mm-hmm. at least in my case. And I think in yours as well, the first year was pretty easy. Yeah. I think it's and UK kind of
1: standard or most, yeah. most of the, you know, if you, if you go to Oxford then that's probably a different case, but oh, yeah. yeah, if you go to like a, let's say normal school, then I guess your first <laughs> yeah. year, you can kind of take it a bit easier.
0: Yeah, but that's the problem. That's what I did wrong, because I took it too relaxed. I didn't build those study habits. Mm, Okay. Um, I didn't even focus that much on social. It's just I joined a few societies. um, What I I joined the gaming society, obviously, Mm. uh, (laughs) and some sports ones, uh, like golf, this kind of thing. But I never really got into the habit of learning to study and going to bed on time and I took it way too relaxed and that's what cost me it's that that first year you need to use as a building the foundation oh for sure for
1: sure yeah
0: you need to learn how to cook how to keep your room clean how to go to bed and wake up keep active (laughs) study because it's so easy you've got so much opportunity to do it don't just spend fifteen hours playing your games all day <laughs> like I did. I think you'll be all right.
1: Yeah, I think that's the big part, the the sudden freedom, the sudden loss of structure that kind yeah. of that can trip a lot of people up. And i I know that tripped me up. So I think, you know, when when I would go back to first year again, I would kind of, as you said, build the foundation and do you do a bit of everything, do you a bit of partying, do you a bit of studying, do you a bit of, you know, maybe play games a little bit, but just get a nice rounded foundation of this kind of new self sufficient life going because you know the, the habits you set up in your first year they can kind of carry you and if you if you start studying a little bit in your first year then it's not this big jump when you go to second year third year when they when people expect you to put in more work and be a bit more serious there isn't that yeah. gap between what your skills are and what your skills needs to be. So, but, yeah. but definitely, I would say, you know, you can stress it too little, you can stress it too much, but maybe try and stress it just the right amount, which is, yeah, you know, that's that's the hardest thing to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, if, if you're a procrastinator in school, it's going to get much worse in university. <laughs> Trust me. There's and no, you need to find a way of getting rid of that.
1: Yeah, there's no parents knocking at your door saying, hey, you should go no. and study, you should do your homework. It all well, has to be soft. Thing, yeah. yeah, it has, all has to come from you and from your initiative.
0: Yeah, which is not easy if, uh, if you're going straight into it. One thing I definitely recommend doing, uh, something I never did, was get a job. uni? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even before uni. I'd never had a job before uni, which okay. is terrible. Okay. Like I'd never had a part-time job. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't until the end of my second year I got my first job working in a restaurant. Um, But I think that would have taught me a lot of discipline. Routine for sure. Um, I wouldn't have spent as many evenings playing games, I could have been out earning money (laughs) and I would have saved up money for university. Mm -hmm. Um, so I I often think back and wonder, like, what kind of experience did I get from it? And one thing that keeps coming up is that I wish I'd partied more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sounds sounds ridiculous. I know what you mean.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way.
0: Yeah, I just. One big thing for that was I didn't have the money
1: Oh, okay Interesting and if had,
0: Yeah, if I had a job Like my accommodation was pretty expensive <laughs> first year uh-huh. um, It got a lot cheaper later on But first year I remember once I was in the club I had £3 left in my bank account To oh, last God. me two days <laughs> Wow and I, and I bought a beer For £2.70 I think it was Wow <laughs> And then i just like i stole my flatmates past uh, <laughs> I, I asked them for it but yeah it was uh, if i had a job that wouldn't have happened
1: <laughs> yeah and you go to school maybe like two or three hours a day and there's all this free time that's kind of open to us suddenly and like that's the question of how do you how do you spend your time and like partying is a good way because you know you can make friends and also making money is a good way and also studying is a good way so it's i think it's kind of a question of, of balancing all these aspects but i i think yeah if i went back i would also party more and that's because i would you know i would replace kind of spending social time with the time i spent playing games as well so it's about mm. kind of giving yourself some i would say some kind of time time sheet time balance sheet where you kind of allocate time for every activity and just kind of have a, have a balanced you know good balanced disciplined yeah structure but i think
0: um <laughs> As long as you can find a way to keep balance, whatever works for you is fine. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you play video games or go out and party. Mm -hmm. Just don't be that guy that, or girl, that parties six days a week, (laughs) that doesn't do any of the work, that's always stealing from flatmates. Like, it's, as long as you have a balance between the work and the play, Mm -hmm. I don't think you can go too wrong.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's like, that's like a life skill as well. You don't need to apply just to university, but also like before you go to university, after you go to university, that's, that's something that's useful to, you know, to, to, to keep in mind as you go through, through anything. But I
0: think, I think university is the ideal place to do it. That is true. Yeah. Because you've got all that freedom, all that free time. Well, depending on your degree, I didn't have a, I didn't have a ton of free time (laughs) uh, from my course, but you've got the free time, the freedom. And it's just up to you, basically, mm-hmm. and how you build yourself up and how you decide yeah. to spend your time is almost defines the next five or ten years, I'd say. Mm. Those there's three, there's three or four years you spend at university can dictate who you become as a person.
1: That is true, and the kind of do friends you, you make, be, yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you want to be productive? Do you want to be lazy? Do you want to make a lot of friends, or do you want to sit in your room doing nothing. It's I think you'll carry that with you and you'll end up resenting or loving your experience based on how well mm. you maintain that balance.
1: Yeah, that's well said. And that's something I still kind of think about just because the yeah the habits I, I have dealt in my first two years are still I'm I'm reversing them and it's it's possible to reverse them and I'm doing that successfully, but it just takes a lot more effort the longer you you stay in some in, in some habits. So, for example, I'm much better at making friends now than I was when I was 18, but it's still something that I have a long way to go before I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the way it is. But that's because in my first year, I think my first two years, I didn't really put much effort into it. But now now the effort I have to make is probably twice as much effort as I would have to spend in my first year, because in first year, everyone's free, everyone's kind of still new to the whole thing, everyone wants to make friends. So it's, it's just easier the first time you do it, you don't want to wait until, you know, it's too late.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, have any issues as a student coming from abroad mm. um, when you got to university?
1: Um, maybe. There are the- Thankfully, we have a Slovak society, so society group from Czech, and- Czech Republic and Slovakia. And oh, okay. that- we do a lot of social events, a lot of um, tours, or, you know, around Scotland. So that was something that is available to people. And, but I would say, I would say, yes, I think the cultural difference was there a little bit, although um, I am not sure I wouldn't I, I experience enough of it very early to kind of make, kind of get an idea, but I would say it was a bit difficult, but you know, it's, there are, there are ways to, to combat it. There are ways to go around it, but yeah, it was, I would say that was a factor, at least a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> cause we
0: get so, there's so many um, overseas students in the UK. And I think it's a lot of, um, some of them might be quite nervous Mm -hmm. about making friends, about fitting in, Mm -hmm. but I guarantee that almost every university in the UK, at least in my experience and in Europe, will have a ton of societies uh, for your country. Um, It doesn't matter what you're into. It could be Harry Potter, it could be My Little Pony, like it's (laughs) (laughs) specific countries, every sport. And I think that's something we'll talk about as well. Is this uh, the societies and clubs you can get involved with? Yeah, there's 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 a ton of support um, for students abroad. I think.
1: Yeah, Uh, especially in the UK.
0: And
1: there's a lot of support for anything, not just for students, but in any aspect. There's the gym, there's there's the library, there's all these resources. And I think a big part of of university is kind of figuring out. How to take advantage of those resources and how to kind of make sure to use what's available because there is a lot available. I used the what was it the career service a lot just to kind of oh, yeah. help me with finding a job. I used the the counseling service which was grossly underfunded because everyone was using it in their final year <laughs> working at a dissertation. But I used I used the gym because that was we had the new gym. I used the library and it's it's a matter of finding out what's available and then and then using it because there is you know there is money available if you need it there is there are support systems available if you need those there is there are all these resources at the university but the question is like how do you actually access those how do you actually make sure you use them as well as you can
0: yeah there's there's a re- it's actually kind of ridiculous how much stuff is available to students i really miss it <laughs> <laughs> um, even like searching online finding a, a research paper i want to read and it's locked and I think if I still had access to my university account, <laughs> be able to read it. Um, but you get discounts and everything. You get support in uni, like you said, with finance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they all have a money, money. Um, what's it called? Financial support mm-hmm. uh, sector. And yeah, there's just there's a ton of things that I actually didn't realise they existed until maybe my third year. Yeah. Cause I, I, just thought oh, I don't need that stuff like that.
1: Or oftentimes you don't even know it exists. Maybe, maybe it's there, but you don't even think of it. Maybe you don't think of this being a resource yeah. and you, that's why you don't use it. So I think it makes sense to kind of, when you, when you start at a university, you kind of go into some kind of place, some kind of building where they have all this information and kind of search around a little bit, maybe go on the website, like what, what are all the possible. Uh, resources i can use and maybe try and keep in mind some of them when you need them later because that's you probably need some something later so it's good to know that it exists
0: yeah definitely
1: what about what about friends how do you make friends how did you make friends
0: (laughs) oh god um i think a lot of friends at university they just they come about naturally Mm. because you have your flatmates, first of all, and you spend every waking hour <laughs> of the day with them, pretty much. <laughs> and you naturally just become friends with them. And then through them, you make other friends. This is Granted, this is only if you actually socialize with them. Yeah. We did have the odd flatmate that stayed in their room. We thought they were a serial killer, like Ooh. that kind of thing. <laughs> um, but as long as you actually talk to your flatmates and socialize with them, Within no time, you'll make a few close friends instantly. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, I think the only way you're going to be able to do it really is by joining societies and getting involved with um, work on campus, with clubs, uh, event work. uh, Getting a job is another one. Mm -hmm. So I think with these societies, I'll just go through the list. Because people are kind of tentative to start with, I think they're a bit nervous about joining. They're worried; their first time at the the event's going to go terribly. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> well, there's a thing called the Freshers' Fair, which is a big event. First year students they'll go to, and every single society will have a day specifically for uh, first time students to get a taster. Everyone else there—it's their first time, and you'll get to meet all these people. Uh, obviously, if you struggle with social anxiety and all of this, um, all these issues, it's not going to be quite as simple as that. Uh, and again, that goes back to there's there's support on campus for this kind of thing. Um, but what you can do is what well, I'd recommend at least is trying out a few of these societies. Even if you've never done them before, like I, I tried out American football because hmm. some guy came up to me in the, in the student bar on campus and he was just chatting to me at the bar. He's, I think he opened with the line, uh, how quick are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know if he was, uh, chatting me up, but eventually, uh, he asked me if I wanted to try out American football. It wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah, I'll stick to watching it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But there's there's so many things you don't realize exist in these societies. Like I always wanted to try shooting, or I wanted to do more archery, mm-hmm. and there were clubs for that. I could go rock climbing. I could go and explore caves or something. I could, <laughs> There's a ridiculous amount. of Yeah, there's things a club for do.
1: everything. Absolutely Literally, everything.
0: Yeah, and I don't think they're all even listed on there union website for some reason
1: you have like secret societies yeah like meeting every every week
0: (laughs) it's it's crazy until you actually explore and go out and try and find them Mm -hmm. you don't realize how much is available to you
1: yeah and And in each
0: society it's sorry carry on
1: yeah i just wanted to say like once you start joining one then you can have people who you see who can tell you about stuff that's happening, and you can join another society. You can you can yeah. find friends through that. So I guess the trickier trickiest thing is just to get started and like join one thing and go to one meeting for that one thing, because it can all kind of grow from there. You can go, grow from that one from that one decision to attend an event, and that's how a lot of my friendships started. I I went to this one talk for a effective altruism society. And just because I, I liked the girl who was running it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll go support your event for sure." But then we started talking with the with the um, with the, the board members and I joined the society, and that kind of influenced a lot of places I would go to as like for, for events for you know these social gatherings, and I made a lot of good friends, and I changed a lot of my opinions just through this one meeting. So don't underestimate you know any new opportunity because they can grow into you know these lifelong friendships.
0: Yeah, it's a lot easier to join things and go along to meetings if you've got one friend that's 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 getting you to go yeah (laughs) it's so much easier if they if they give you that little push and from there it just opens out so many uh, it opens up into so many opportunities
1: and the same with everything if you want to go to the gym more you just find a friend who goes to the gym if you want to study more just um, organize a social or study event with people who study a lot it says you, kind of, you can kind of use other people in this way, even though it's not using them because <laughs> they get something out of it too. But it's, it's a good way to kind of hack your motivation if you, if there's something you really don't want to do. That's how I kind of hacked my studying a lot. I, I, I joined with friends or I kind of compared myself to people who were, who were studying a lot, who were getting good grades. And I would spend time with them. I would, we would do homework together. And that kind of helps everyone because you, you, you get to share your insights and they get to share their insights. You kind of learn from each other. And it just accelerates the whole process. You just kind of... You all learn more than if you would individually. So try try. I would try that if if, if there's something in your life that's kind of... That you kind of need the extra motivation to do. Yeah,
0: yeah I think... Um, what was I about? Something like... My mind's just gone completely blank. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a big... I noticed a big shift in... My mental health between the first and the third year. Funnily enough, I spent a lot less time with other people in my third year i barely went out to party or spent time with friends i only spoke to my flatmates yeah um broke up with my girlfriend so i stopped seeing her friends and it's the effect that um not seeing people or having a social life had on everything of my grades my um my physical health my mental health just everything it's kind of it was like domino effect
1: yeah almost
0: yeah and it's if you can get that sorted in the first year and keep it maintain a good social life i think it will enhance your university experience by 10 times
1: and we tend to underestimate that we i i personally tended to when something i had a difficult assignment i would say like okay i can't go out today i had to work on this but that yeah. I would not, you know, the work I would be doing, it would be maybe seven, eight, nine in the afternoon. The work wasn't very good. And I was missing out, you know, I would go on Instagram or, you know, Snapchat and see my <laughs> friends having fun, but that would only make me feel worse. So then I would try and, you know, I would go to bed late. I would, you know, not have fun. And that's just kind of like, the work wasn't getting done anyway. And I, was, I wasn't I was any happier anyway. So it was just like a lose-lose situation. Whereas if you yeah. if you allow yourself to, to go to that event, spend some time with your friends, then you can, you know, get up the next day and just feel feel energized, feel, feel, feel happy. And the work you'll do is more will be will be better quality as well. So I think some people like me tend to underestimate the social life, but it's it's not I, I tend to see it as an expense, but it's not an expense. It's it's a it's an investment and the payoffs are more than what you put into it. especially if you do it well, especially if you don't come back at three in the morning, you know, drunk (laughs) and then wake up next day at 12. That's, that's maybe not the the biggest investment, but if you do it smartly, then I think that's, that's very, very useful.
0: Yeah. That's something I've learned to uh, come to appreciate since getting into entrepreneurship is that you're just not invincible. You need (laughs) need to find some way of relaxing and de-stressing. Yeah. And if that means going out until five in the morning, getting drunk, (laughs) and then spend the day playing video games whatever it is if you as long as you get back onto it the next day like take that time off spend a bit of time having fun you've probably earned it yeah and you really don't realize how much you actually need that time off from work
1: yeah i think think of my friends or social time as this kind of medicine like it's something that I don't always want to take because I I tend to be quite introverted tend to work well alone but then it's something I know my 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 physique needs my 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 body needs so I I tend to do like okay I I I kind of think of it as as a meter which which gets emptier or some kind of fuel bar which gets empty and I don't always recognize this is this is a meter that's getting depleted but I I always know when it's getting full again when it's it's getting replenished and so I try to kind of Schedule something every week because I know, even though I don't feel it consciously, I know this meter is getting depleted, and I know if I if I don't schedule something proactively, I'll just not feel like it the next week. I'll feel even worse the next week, and it's just it's just easy to kind of slip up and get get into the spiral. And you know, you you want to prevent that. You want to you know schedule something and make make it a habit. Make sure you you stay connected. Make sure you stay connected to your friends.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Scheduling it a week in advance. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's something we could talk about more, actually, is how you managed to schedule at university.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a big one.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I tried and I failed horribly. Um, it, was, I... it was a miserable experience.
1: <laughs> what, what did you try?
0: Just a daily routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this was around my second year after I decided to quit gaming for the first time and I mm-hmm. just got into entrepreneurship and self-improvement. I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to get a morning routine. I'm going to be <laughs> productive." And within about a week, I was just back to normal, mm-hmm. and I wasn't doing any activities. I wasn't looking after my health. I I think at the end of the day, it was just an issue with me. But if you've uh, <laughs> if you've got some experience with actually sticking to a schedule or keeping a routine uh, or any way of just organizing your day, uh, feel free to share it because. Uh, Lord knows I could use it as well. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That's interesting because I had the the opposite experience. Like I was always kind of good with the routines. One thing I would say is I would go to lectures. I, I I personally didn't like going to lectures. I wasn't getting much out of it. But just going to the lecture made sure I was on campus on time. Let's say I was on campus by nine or ten. Usually ten, eleven. Let's say let's say ten. So I would be up at, at before ten. I would be on campus. I would have all my stuff, and I would get some material from the lecture maybe it wasn't maybe it was like 20 percent of the material of the the class but i was getting something and most importantly i was i was starting my day so it was this consistency of going to lectures and starting my day then i could kind of go and capitalize on that Start actually doing something after lecture i wouldn't go back home i would stay on campus i would do some work then you know i would go to the gym and then go home so it was this consistent you know going i had classes every day of the week so i would go to uni every day of the week and just this simple act of of, of being physically on campus was, was a big part of it and then you know if you know you have a class at 10 you don't you don't usually stay up to like four you, you go to bed you you kind of make sure you wake up and you know it's even though the classes are not that useful you can still I mean it's I think it's still worth it to go because what else like if you compare the opportunity cause like if, if it's between me you know sleeping in and playing a game or was it me <laughs> going to uni and getting, you know, 10% of the material. That's still the 10% I would not be getting otherwise. And yeah. it's it's also a kind of like a discipline trick as well. Like just, just being in the lecture and kind of, it wasn't, it, it didn't feel great. It felt kind of, you know, I would still be half asleep and like trying to pay attention. It wasn't working, but at least I was on campus and getting something done.
0: Yeah, I think that was, it sounds like you were a lot more, your university was more structured than mine. Uh, we'd have days where I wouldn't have any lectures, um, where I'd start at one o'clock or I'd start at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to mention in first year, my all my lectures were in about a hundred meters of my flat. Oh. I was, on, <laughs> I was on campus. Okay. So it was so easy for me to wake up at quarter to nine for a nine o'clock lecture or even later yeah that
1: is tricky i had a similar experience my flat and my last year was very close to to the university so it was just so much easier to, to tell to myself oh, okay i'll go home for an hour and then go back because i would i would not go back so <laughs> i think if you if you kind of mentally or it's easier if you live further because then you can just pack for a day and just go for a day but yeah. i think it wasn't if you mentally prepare yourself to, to to go out for the day and not come back until it's let's say five and actually try and stick through it that's it's, it's a better mindset to be than just like saying, okay, I can, I can go home for an hour because that hour would sometimes turn into the rest of the day.
0: Yeah. One thing I noticed uh, the successful students doing is treating it like a work day. Yes, yes. So they would go from nine till five and just stay at the university. Yes. That's they wouldn't come for home sure. and they'd, they'd just work in their free time. They'd go to their lectures, they'd exercise, do whatever they needed to. Mm-hmm. And every single successful student seemed to do that. Well, so why didn't i do that i don't know <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> i mean and it doesn't
1: have to be nine to five either it can be twelve yeah. to eight it's just finding something that works for you and if you're if you're a night person then you know just think that but it's i mean i think the hardest thing is getting into a schedule because you know once you're in it it's just you just follow the schedule it's it's easier but i think it's it's hard to get into a schedule but that's when, you know, that's when commitments can come in. That's when your social life can come in. And if you if you sell a friend, okay, we can meet in the library at 10. You don't want to let that down. And that's why I did a lot. I had a friend who I was meeting every week at 10. And I, I didn't want to let her down. So I would meet her and then I would not go back or I would just do some work. So it's it's using it's using what you have. It's, it's kind of using your friends again in this way, but it's not really using them, but utilizing your friends or your, your yeah, other it's, resources. It's
0: mutual. It's a mutual investment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in each other.
1: So I guess, I guess we talk a lot about our friends and how important they are.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. I think well, yeah. humans are social people. Yeah. They're, they're, we need social interaction as much as you, as, as introverted as you think you are. Mm-hmm. Like introverted doesn't mean you don't like spending time with people. Yeah. It's, which is why I think a lot of people confuse it with just, means that you're you're probably at um you get your energy from being alone and you tend to work better alone. Mm-hmm. But you still like I'm introverted and I still feel recharged after spending time with friends.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm and the it's same. It's got
0: such a strange effect. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you notice at least I noticed it when I moved out for the first time to my own flat. I just didn't make any friends. I didn't leave the house, and man, it was (laughs) it was horrendous. Um, I just because I had no friends for that whole year. Coming back to a place where I could go down the pub and see people, Mm -hmm. it was like night and day in my happiness, my mood.
1: I think one thing to mention as well is that it just it gets harder after university. It gets harder from high school to university because in high school, at least personally, I would see the same people for seven, eight hours a day, we would have breaks together, we would have lunches together. So you're kind of forced to make friends with them, at least with some of them. You you have no, well, you have the option, but it's so much harder to just not make any friends. Whereas university, the default mode is is not making many friends. So you, you actually have to make the effort to go and make friends. But- Yeah, and it's, there, it's not easy. <laughs> but the the upside is there's so many opportunities to, to, to do it. After you leave university, it gets another step harder now you actually have to go and look, you know, at meetups. Go and look at like classes, and it's it's. There's no centralized place where all of these things happen. There's no hub like the university is a hub. There's no place like this. You kind of have to go out and, you know, try to find this yourself. But at the university, you always know if you go to if you go to, to campus, there's going to be something, and you just have to find it and i think it's it's good to appreciate that this is this resource this this kind of social resource is there that there's a central hub where you can find activities every day of the week even weekends usually and just just trying to get into habit of, of of using it as much as possible
0: yeah it's definitely there it's a resource to be utilized because it's uh it definitely becomes much harder to get to once you leave mhm um, i think there's a thing they say isn't it where it's you've got 30 you know 30 people in school, and by the time you leave university, you know three. <laughs> something like that, anyway. And uh, so I think that's true in my experience at least.
1: Yeah, I have maybe four yeah. or five really good friends from uni. It's it's the last yeah. thing I had coming to uni, which funny thing how that works. But I, I guess now it's the friendships you make at the university are more I would say genuine because they're yeah. based on not just spending eight years of or how many years together, it's about having same interests and about actually making sure that the people you want to spend time with
0: yeah there's um i i don't i i lost contact with a lot of people from my school Mm -hmm. pretty soon after i went to university yeah like you have the odd friends i think they tend to be the ones from early childhood that you know you'll always be friends with yeah but the people from school and high school that you're like oh best friends forever kind of thing it's (laughs) it's you you won't talk to them ever again yeah the proximity is a (laughs) tricky
1: thing it's it's very underrated like it's you're you're friends with you because you're you're close to them physically, maybe not because you you actually like them that much, but you just you just see them so much you get accustomed to them.
0: Yeah.
1: One thing I also want to touch about is, I think we talked a lot about how you can utilize the resources, and how you how you actually have to go and find them for yourself. And I think the big part about university is is this productivity, is this idea of you kind of it's it's on you now. It's not there's no longer anything. Well, there are things provided for you and there are things you can use, but nothing is going to be, it's it's all your decision now. It's all kind of on your shoulders. And I think it took me a while to to get used to this because in high school, I was, you, you have the structure, you have people telling you what to do and you can choose not to do it, but there's always, you can always know what to do. There's always someone telling you what to do. Whereas at yeah. university, you don't have to go to the lecture. You don't have to go to the social event. You don't have to, you know, you, you you, sometimes you need to work sometimes you need to you know make money and eat food and all this but you it's there's no there's very little structure and it's all it's all on your shoulders now and i think if you it can take a while to get used to this and it's just something that i think is good to keep in mind that it's it's no longer going to be done for you and you actually have to do it yourself
0: yeah it's not an easy thing to get used to and like this this idea of personal development I I didn't even hear about it until two years into university Mm -hmm. and but I think it played a big part in me being able to realize that it's just me against myself basically Mm -hmm. if I don't succeed it's on me and nobody owes me anything kind of thing yeah it's getting into that you don't necessarily need to get into that mindset of like I've got to hustle all the time and I've got to (laughs) do what do what I need to do day in day out but you just need to be conscious of how you're spending your time and the, the standards that you're holding yourself to because mm-hmm. uh, i think once you let your standards drop for what you allow uh, to be uh, to go through it's that's when you start to slip and when your grades start to suffer and everything gets affected by that mm-hmm.
1: yeah another thing i kind of experienced in uni was that this idea of of things slipping up and of this kind of downward spiral that is that seems very real for the first time because it's, it is true. Like, you know, there's school, you have classes every week. There's something new coming up every all the time. And it's keeping up with the whole thing, which is challenging. And you're expected to keep up because no one's going to stop classes for a week just because you haven't been going to them. And it's it's this question of kind of how do you make sure you keep up with everything? How do you manage this balancing act of sleep, work, friends, school, all these different things, you know, your your um, gym as well, like some exercise. It's 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 a big balancing act, and it's it's a tricky balancing act. But it's it's still something that you, you need to do in order to be happy.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I I don't even know if I have an answer of how you do that apart from just try,
1: and yeah, you, fail you just a do lot it. of times. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> that's, that's, that's all
0: there is to it. But really. that's another
1: nice thing. Like you you can fail. Like um, I had a friend who who failed her classes one year, but but she she came back next year there are, there are all these mechanisms to kind of get you back on track if even if you fail and yeah. you know there's if you, if you don't go to lecture there's always the next one there's always you know there's usually some lecture slides so it's not you don't have to you know stay on top of everything 100% and if you miss an event there's going to be the next event next week there's going to be this different event and it's it's there's a lot of opportunities which you know if you don't take them one day that's fine you can take them the next day but it's a question of, of keeping up with them at least a little bit, at least, you know, to a reasonable degree.
0: Yeah. If if anyone listening is actually in university, here's a little secret. Everyone's still failing (laughs) as an adult. Pretty (laughs) much. Like your parents, your friends, everyone's failing in their own way. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think what separates the people who do well are the ones that take that failure, learn from it, adapt and keep trying. They don't look at it and think, "Oh, I'm useless. That's that's just who I am. I failed to get a routine. I'm not meant to be productive." Mm-hmm. Instead, you start to think about why you went wrong or where you went wrong, how you can go about fixing that, how you can bring about small changes every day to help you improve that. Mm-hmm. And as long as you keep trying, you can't fail. In a sense, that's all. That's how I look at it now. Anyway, yeah. after years of years of failing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: One small thing I would also recommend is kind of maybe this doesn't apply to everyone, but keeping a some sense of some sort of a diary, some sort of yeah. tracking your time. Because I didn't think of this, but I, I changed a lot during my time at university. And I just I kept journals, I kept kind of my, my, my thoughts in some places, but I, I kept them in separate. I kept, you know, stuff from one year in one place, second year in different place. And I think right now I look back and I say, Oh, I wish I kind of had it all in one place so I can look back and see the see the changes, see the evolution. Because that's something yeah. that's I think that's that's going to happen to the people. Like we're gonna change a lot. We're gonna we're gonna grow, I would say, even more than as we grew as teenagers, because this is you know, we, we experience all this new so for some of us we go to a new place, we we meet these new people, and it's all kind of up to us. And there's there's a lot that can happen, a lot that can change in let's say four, three, four, five years. So if I would go back, I would I would keep a diary in some sort of centralized place, and I think it would be nice to look at it now, see how I've changed.
0: <laughs> yeah, hundred like, percent. Guys, it's not weird to keep a journal, okay? <laughs>
1: no, it's really not. Yeah.
0: It's, you might think it in school, but uh, I guarantee once you get to university, no one no one cares. Literally, no one cares about anything in university.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you can
0: you can go and become a like one day be a, a carnivore, the next day be a vegan, and people won't bat an eye. So yeah, it's, it's amazing what you can do. Uh, because so many people are, are there expressing themselves for who they really are. And experimenting. And still, yeah. Trying the, new things, just, they're, yeah. They're still trying to find out who they actually are. Mm-hmm. And I think I was a completely different person every single year of university. Mm. And I, I still change every year, I think. like If yeah. I look back between 18 and 21, it's monumental the Completely difference a different
1: person <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's ridiculous yeah. and you think you know a lot at 18
1: oh my god Man, yeah <laughs> you, do, you do not you, you don't know anything <laughs> uh, yeah
0: and i know nothing now yeah you know, at 24 but at least you know,
1: know at least you know you didn't even know nothing and you can still kind of look back and say like okay I, i've learned a lot in my last five years then that means i'm probably gonna learn a lot in the next few years so yeah, like, the problem
0: with learning more is that you realize how little you learn. Yeah. And then you've just got to learn more on top of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's never ending.
0: <laughs> I just wanted to stop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, speaking of learning, is there anything we can talk about on the actual university and actual studying side of things? Do you have anything to to to, to offer there?
0: Uh, coming from someone who did all of their coursework at four in the morning and didn't go to sleep <laughs> and <laughs> did everything late uh there's not a lot i can offer apart from just this goes back to routine mm-hmm. try and do your work before you reward yourself mm. i think is a big thing i'd recommend yeah because yeah, sure. i'd always come in i was tired from lectures all day maybe i had four hours of uh, labs mm-hmm. and writing lab reports and all this stuff and all i want to do is play video games and what I should have done was go through my notes for the day, organize them, and do maybe have some dinner, and then tackle a, tackle a bit of coursework, and then play my games for a bit.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Said yes, I that's a good way to do it.
0: You play the games as soon as you get in, and then you go, it's 10 o'clock, and you're like, oh, <laughs> crap. <laughs> I've got coursework for tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I can't be bothered to do it now. It's too late anyway. Yeah, don't and go it's... from a
1: less enjoyable activity to a more enjoyable activity. Actually, no, that's how you should do it. Don't go from a more <laughs> pleasurable activity to a less pleasurable activity because that, if that works, you don't feel good If it, and most of the time it doesn't even work, at least for me personally.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Do your least pleasurable things first and uh, your more pleasurable things afterwards. And I think this is something you can do before the university. Yeah. Uh, once you come home from school... Don't just turn on the TV or Xbox or whatever. Do your do your work for the day. Go through your notes. Do a bit of reading, and then uh, go on to whatever you want to do.
1: That's such a powerful that, thing as well. Just doing a little bit. That's that's yeah. what I would say. I think it's the the studying in university, at least for me, it wasn't a matter of you know putting in eight hours every day. It was about doing a little bit at the appropriate time and just. One thing I have learned is it's not about you know, it's it's mostly studying was mostly about how much time or how many times I've looked at something. So if I would look at something once in the lecture, it would be totally incomprehensible. I'd look at it again doing the homework <laughs> problem, and it would be I I would start seeing some things, even though maybe I wouldn't I would solve half the problems, but I would I would start to see some patterns. I would sleep, I look at it the next day, and it was most of the time something was much clearer. And yeah. I would go look at it when I was revising for the for the exam, and it was just it was just all obvious. It was just like, oh yeah, of course it's this way. It has to be this way. And I think that's math is very specific in this way because it's you know it's it's all very kind of rule based and it's all kind of built up on on to onto itself, so you can kind of progress logically. But even if you study, I would say anything else, the you know, the arguments and like the, the more time or the more times you try and look at something, the more times you try to understand something, it's going to get easier. And it doesn't have to be, you know, eight hours every day. It can be a little bit here, a little bit there, but over time and gradually and kind of slowly chipping at it until it it all makes sense.
0: Yeah. It's definitely a case of being a marathon instead of a sprint. Yeah. The people who work smarter instead of harder, harder, you don't need to work as hard as people think you do uh, to get the work done. Like a couple of hours during the day, maybe an hour going through it after you uh, finish. Like you'll be you'll be a top ten, twenty percent student. Mm-hmm. Like it's if you want to put in the extra hours and become best in the class, you can do that.
1: Yeah, people but, think people say like work hard, but I think that means like I, that often means like cramming and just like you're yeah. staying up all night and doing it the coursework. But if you want to study smart, it doesn't it doesn't work this way. It doesn't have to work this way. And you can get more work done in less time if you if you space it out, if you're smart about it.
0: Yeah, the most important thing you can do for your work is to sleep. Yeah, Just just
1: sleep eight hours a day. And no one does it. Oh, my nope. friends, they don't do it. And they're happy. That they're, they're proud yeah, of you, the fact. I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I only slept three hours last night, but I still made it to the lectures.
1: <laughs> it's like, Check out. Why? <laughs>
0: to be fair, when you're 18, you're pretty invincible. Yeah,
1: and but Yeah, for sure. It's not a good habit. <laughs> it starts to kind of, you know, you you start to feel it two or yeah. three years down the line.
0: <laughs> yeah, even just a few years down the line. If I don't get my eight hours, I'm not in a good state.
1: Or the hangovers, they just get, they get the reword and reword. Oh, <laughs> don't, I
0: don't want to think about when I'm 30 or 40.
1: <laughs> but at the same time, it's good to go through this phase. Like I think it's something we should all experience or if you, oh, if yeah. you want to, not if you don't want to, but it's something that's, that's this, is, this is the best time to do it. So might as well just, just do it now, just get out of the way.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, like, we can say all these things to do, but you're not going to actually do any of them unless you experience them yourselves and you learn through your yeah. own uh, own mistakes, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like we said, they're not mistakes; they're just learning opportunities.
1: Yeah. Um, so what you mean can, you can, uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <Sorry>? <laughs> you can rephrase everything as a learning opportunity <laughs> uh, if you fail all your exams. So it's like, oh. It's, <laughs> It's a learning opportunity. There
1: was a learning opportunity in the past, but now now you failed it. Yeah,
0: yeah some dude on a podcast said it's a thing to learn from. I'm good. Yeah, no. Don't do
1: that. <laughs> to be fair, I had a friend who has failed her exams and then she has learned about studying a lot because it was a wake-up call for her. It was it was a learning opportunity. But you know, you don't you don't always have to go through that, but it, it can work for you. But that's not that's not me saying like, oh, fail your exams. That's me saying even if something like this happens, you can you can still learn from it. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah fail hard but try harder <laughs> if that makes any sense
1: yeah that's, that's a good place to it's a good place succeed to yeah succeed yeah. harder <laughs> yeah
0: fail hard but succeed harder that's my new motto <laughs>
1: succeed harder yeah.
0: the life and Log podcast
1: all right well but yeah i
0: think that's uh coming up to now this goes really quick <laughs> I just don't realize how quickly it, uh,
1: the time goes. There's a lot to say about university, I think, for both of yeah, us. Yeah, I,
0: th- I think we'll definitely revisit in the future. One <laughs> thing I want to touch on in the future is this idea of dropping out of university to start a business, for sure. getting into entrepreneurship. Um, we might even bring a guest on for it, got some people in mind. So we can, uh, if that's something you're interested in, um, because alongside that, uh, mattis is a guy who went through a, he did, a what was a placement a work placement? You got a a job related to your degree, mm-hmm. and you use the university's opportunities to help you find this job. Well oh, yeah, like the internship a different route.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think there's there's opportunities for for whatever path you choose to take. So it's it's just matter of yeah. knowing language path to take, and then doing these doing these things and taking these opportunities.
0: Yeah, it's uh, something we'll definitely touch on in the future
1: yeah and also learning in general like that's something that's 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 a topic for for another hour because it's just university is about learning but not about maybe not in the school way but just just learning about life and i think
0: next episode stop learning wrong
1: (laughs) (laughs) i would do that i would happily do that (laughs)
0: yeah it's a great episode
1: all right but thanks for tuning in again and we will see you next week